Hey, it's Michael, and welcome to another podcast episode. Before I get into today's episode, we wanted to make an offer to you. If you go to firmsconsulting.com, you will see a pop-up or you'll see a place to add in your email address or you can register on the Firms Consulting website. If you register onto that website, you get put into an exclusive list. And what you get in that exclusive list is samples of the content we have available to FC Insiders. So that said, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. But let's start with the thing that you are proud of on your resume. Something that I'm proud of on my resume. Yes. Okay. All right, so one thing I'm particularly proud of is, this is an example about, I think it's my third bullet point on the resume. Mm -hmm. It's an example from about two years ago. I was uh, on a project with one of the top pharma clients, almost, I'd say, $50 billion in size. Mm -hmm. And... Um, we were doing this project, and while compiling some of the results, I noticed uh, there was an error in one of the analysis. And when I did some back of the envelope, that had an implication of almost uh, $10 million of loss for a client. So that was something I knew I had to do something and turn the situation around. So in this particular case, I managed to work with my internal teams, the partner on the project, and the most important point, let's say, uh, convincing the client uh, to make them aware of some of the rework that had to be done and uh, without alienating them. So how mm -hmm. I manage that relationship well um, and ultimately fix the problem and um, resolve the situation. So if you're happy with this example, I can talk through it and how I approached it, I'd say in three steps. Um, I divide that into stories. Okay, so that was good. It was very nice, I liked it. It's good, it's very good. You could have done a few things better. If you're going to give me a summary at a high level, tell me you're going to do that. Oh, yes. And the reason why is it's a, it's a, it's a permission thing. You see, at the end, you have, to, you have to ask me if I'm happy. But if you tell me you're giving me the summary, then you're not going to ask me if I'm happy. You're going to ask me, would you like to hear the full story? Okay. Yeah, it's a, just a permission thing. Don't ask permission. You don't have to ask permission for anything in life. I mean, and you want to not bring that into your business language. That upsets some people because in certain cultures, they expect certain people to ask for permission. Indian culture? No, I'm not afraid of Indian culture. I mean, I don't know Indian culture. I know Indian culture, I think, fairly... Okay, that'll be an exaggeration. I know a little bit. But my point, I'm not referring to Indian culture. I'm referring to... Actually, I was referring to Southeast Asian culture more. But it okay. applies to any part of the world. Sometimes if someone sees a woman, they would, a quiet woman, they'll, they expect you to ask permission. Sometimes you see a male with a certain background, you're, expect, you're expecting them to ask permission. So don't ask permission. Okay. Right? So don't ask if you're happy with that. Just from a summary. Okay. Was good. But tell me you're going to do a summary and then you're going to the details. Let's go into the details now. Okay. So there's three steps to how I approach the issue. Um, I remember the issue is convincing him. The issue, the key issue I faced was um, convincing the client. So say that. Don't say just. Don't say three steps to approaching the issue. Tell me what the issue is. Okay. So before I get there, just to give you some context into what my role was. You already gave me the context. Okay, great. This so, is summary. Now we're going to the main part. Okay. So in in stage one, I I wanted to make sure that my thinking is correct. So I set up an internal meeting, walked them through my. Uh, 
thinking process here. Uh, okay, there's a bit of a confusion here. You're talking about convincing one person, but you're referring to them. So, like, the way this works is, in step one, I made sure that this is indeed a mistake by coordinating with the team. In step two, I looped in the partner and... So you need to say that, right? What? You need to say step one, I had to meet the team to make sure my thinking is correct. Yes. Okay. Okay, there's a problem with the story then. Okay. Because then step two is going to be meeting the guy you're trying to convince. Step three is like the most challenging one. When everyone is convinced and so you're like... So why don't you just go to that and tell me about the difficulty of convincing him? Okay. So, I mean, in, in stage three, you're just convincing the client. You can, uh, the way you can word this is to say that, look, before I had to get to the point of convincing the client, I did a lot of steps to make sure my thinking was correct. But I'm going to focus on how I convinced the client because that was very difficult. It required multiple steps and I'm going to go through each one. Remember, you've got to, you've got to be prioritized. Well, that's a good point. That's a nice way of setting it up. Okay. 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 Let's do that. So before I got to convincing the client, it was I did a couple of steps, preparation steps to get there, um, but I'm going to focus majority of my attention on convincing the client as aspect of it. Uh, but to keep you in the loop, in the first step, I called an internal meeting to walk them through my thinking process. In step two, looped in the partner to make him aware of what's going on and making sure... Um, if there's any guidance he has for us at this point, and also requesting him to be present uh, during the client meeting to add more credibility. And in step three, which was probably the most challenging part, I would say, I was convincing the client. And in this scenario, I uh, the client's name was Nina, changed the name. Um, and then in this stage, I first, um, I set up a meeting with her sent, her, sent her a note, and in preparation of the meeting, I had... Um, my communication well thought out written and I walked her through my thinking process and in the room I had uh, Mina sitting right in front of me, Steve who was the partner who was sitting right next to me and there was also senior consultant Ollie at that point and um, walked her through the pros and cons of the previous approach and the new approach and showed her why things needed to be reworked. I knew she was going to get a little bit concerned at this this point and um, as expected, she did. And the first comment she made at this point was, Rithika, no, this is not the assumption we typically use at our industry. For the past five years, we have been using uh, six hours per day as the assumption. Like, I don't think you should be changing that. So at this point, I knew I had to take a step back and explain to her why this assumption, historical assumption, does not make sense at this point. So I first agreed with her, said, said that, said, Mina, you're completely right in saying that, historically speaking, uh, that assumption is used. But since the strategy is for the next five years, we do, we do, it makes more sense to use uh, seven to eight hours instead of six hours. And that's actually making a huge difference in the number of people that you're going to hire. Um, and as I explained the logic through it, I realized that it was not the assumption she was worried about. She she made a she made a remark something along the lines of, "Hey, I've already presented these results to my boss. I, is this really needed?" And I knew that she's probably quite concerned about her own her image, and I knew I had to address that concern. And at this point, I offered a couple of suggestions to her. The first suggestion I offered to her was first. Ensure, assuring her that the timelines will not be affected. And secondly, 
offered her how we can position the conversation with her boss and how ZS can help her uh, position it in a way so that she doesn't come across um, negatively. And while I was saying that, Steve, who was also in the room, corroborated me saying that, um, Mina, you don't have anything to worry about here. I can assure you and I will look into it myself. Um, we just need your yes that we, the team can go and turn this around. If the, if the timeline would be crunched, we will need to work on weekends and all of that, but we will make it happen. So at this point, she was feeling a lot more convinced and uh, calmed down. I could see that she's like, okay, that sounds good. Um, so at this point, I went back, looped the team in. Um, I included Mina in a lot more one-to-one um, -one team meetings to make sure she is aware of how the analysis is being rerun was able to turn the situation around. At the end of it, Michael, I would say that um, not only professionally speaking, I was I managed to turn the situation around. Um, yes, it required a lot of work and team's effort, but at a more personal level, because I ended up involving Mina so much in our daily internal one-on-one, -on -one, she actually quite appreciated that and she ended up inviting me to one of her Diwali parties at home, which is quite unusual for a client to do. Um, and I still work with her at this point. She, in fact, requested me a couple of times uh, to be staffed on her project moving forward. So that would be that would be my story. So your client is, was is Indian? Yes. Okay, let's think about this, right? Overall, good. So it's a good story. Everything is good. What could you have done better? The part that where you kind of hurt yourself a little bit is when you started talking about what the partner said. What the partner said? Yes. Because oh. then, in my mind, I'm thinking how much of what he said actually solved the issue versus what you did. I wanted to basically have him to just, like, support me as I'm talking with her. Yes, but the question in my mind now becomes, you spoke for 90 minutes, but did the 10 minutes he spoke for fix the problem? See, there's a doubt in my mind. I mean, you kind of need more. So this is a huge... It doesn't matter. I have a doubt. A reasonable doubt. How do we fix it? <laughs> you remove him from the story. Really? Yes. You eliminate him from the story, right? But if I say that, oh, you know, timelines will not be affected and I will help you position this. No, um... don't. It's not necessary to the story. You leave him out. Because you will have reasonable doubt raised, and that's something you don't want. You also have another problem whereby I'm starting to think maybe you're like a little child and you need to take partners into a meeting to support you. Okay. So that is an image you don't want me to think. I wasn't thinking it before, but now I'm thinking maybe that's the case, right? Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Right? I always tell that to young females if you ever act like a child, your career is going to end. Because there are you don't do this at all. You're very professional and very mature, I would say. But there are female consultants who try to act young because they think it it is it places them on an inside track with some senior partners, males. Yeah, it hurt me for six months, I'd say. Oh, you've done it? Okay. I, I would never have thought you would have done it because your behavior doesn't strike me at all like that. It was it was more like Let's let's invite him. Let's like, why are you inviting all these people? Like, figure it out yourself. Yeah, I mean that's small. That's very benign. I think. I don't think that's. I think that's like the most simple version of what I'm referring to. People. Some people are even more 
extreme in their behavior. So the point is you are not like that, but when you start talking about having a male partner in there backing you, that's actually the, the in image that's been created in my mind. Okay, I will remove him. How about having, I also had a senior consultant. I mean, he's above me, but he is like still junior. How about having him as well? Or does it have to be just me and... The story is about you. Yeah. So there he have been a hundred people in that room, but I want yeah. to hear the discussion you had. Okay. He was just there to, you know, he wanted, he was a part of the meeting. Then you don't have to mention him. Otherwise, we're going to mention ornaments. We can talk about the desk, the chair, the lamp. You don't have to, it's not, this is not an audit of who was in the meeting and what furniture was there. It's just the discussion to convince that, right? Okay. Now, even now, do you notice that to push you to get to the point of the story? You were going to give me a lot of context, set up what your role was, the amount of meat. You, first, you were going to give me a context, which I said ignore. Then you're going to tell me about the first and second step to align everyone, which I told you to ignore. And then you had to get to the meat of the story. So you're still struggling a little bit to get there, right? So I like how you said... The most challenging part was this one. Before I got there, there were a couple of steps I had to take. So I'll quickly walk you through that, but I'm going to spend majority of my time on that. I really like that. I'm going to take Yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't even quickly walk. I just wouldn't even bring it up. No one cares about it. Just tell them there were some steps to validate your thinking. Mm -hmm. But the story is not about validating your thinking. It's about how you convince someone to change their mind. Yeah. Right? Okay. Because always remember, it's like when you read the summary on Netflix for a movie, they get to the point very fast. Well, hopefully. I haven't seen the summaries in a long time, but I'm going to guess they get to it very quickly, right? And that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed doing the episode. Finally, I want you to remember that the only way to get access to our special offers, the only way to get our special pricing, and the only way to get samples of our content is to join the list on firmsconsulting.com. It's the only way also to get access to our unique advanced content that we make available to insiders. So if you want to get a sneak peek of things, test it out, see what's in there, this is the place to go. And finally, I want to thank you again for making us one of the largest podcast channels around the world for careers and for the 2 million downloads and counting.